Welcome back to WEND, listener. It's your voice of the morning, Enoch Mercy, bringing you the news. This has been an eventful week for Elder County, with the reports of an explosion at the college being attributed to a gas leak, possibly explaining the reports of monsters at the site of the explosion. Now, last night, the establishment known as the Barb and Thistle burned to the ground, killing all of the guests inside. Along with this, unseasonable weather has caused extensive flooding in the Greenbrier section of the National Park. Stay safe out there, listener. The world is getting very scary. It is, it is of my it, opinion feel, that we are currently, we have an advantage. There's no reason to not press it. You know, if the, if the team that we have, you know, yes, they have gotten a win. They've been move, making moves. But we, I feel, still have quite an advantage here. And I feel it would be foolish of us, and, you know, the people I represent feel it would be foolish to not, you know, Continue to break noses. What do they hope to gain through this truce? She's got a good point. Probably that we stop. Probably that we stop kicking their ass. Yeah, but I mean, I think they want time. Could be, but I mean, what are they? What What the fuck do they have to offer us? <laughs> They're not going to say leave. Right. They ain't going to give I up. Feel- like, are they giving up their, like, are they, like, are they leaving? Like, because if they're leaving. There, there is no truce that ends in any, that ends in anything close to what we want. We want them out. Anything that is like, and we will compromise with them means that they're staying. Right? What is I mean, here maybe. that they want so badly? I don't fucking know. The, the, the fucking, the body, like the, the po- signaling, pointing at the, motioning at the copperhead. <laughs> like, there was, the, the, whatever they're doing over here, the fucking, the town. They're doing something. They want power. You don't, yeah. yeah, you don't leave termites in your house. Not unless you want to destroy the house and build something new. 
There are cheaper ways to do that, but yes. Cheaper, but You're technically, s- which ones do you blame it on? Do you blame it on the termites or the person That's with the bulldozer? Yeah, yeah. No, you got it right. Yep, yep, yep. I see what you're talking about. Of course I have it. I think Rio shivers really hard and, like, winces, and you can tell, like, the snake is in his head. Uh, He's like, there is a request to maybe hear the offer before we say no. Some of us what have, happens if some of us have vested interests in things that they might hold? <sighs> Are they things we could not get from victory? We already got that th- last session, if I remember correctly. The heart? No, I don't think you guys got the whole ass heart. It's like the size of a tree. <laughs> I th- we did something with the heart. We did. But I think. Because Selma went after them and pretty much almost crit, if I remember correctly. I believe that does does feel right, but I can't. I remember you guys remember them, but I don't. Uh, isn't hold on a second. And I know, I know it was specifically for the heart that we did the attack. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is why Selma has the national park renovation on her assets. Yeah, but that doesn't have any. It doesn't actually have anything to do with the heart. I think it had the building on the property. Then I may have mis. I may have misconstrued where the heart. I may not have realized that was what we were doing because the the heart is physically inside the English Inn and Ivy Resort, and the National Park renovation was what was going on with Greenbrier. Okay. I see. Okay. Yeah. I see. Or kind of like loosely affiliated with it. They were, you know, they're they're just kind of taking over more and more of the territory, basically. Mm-hmm. I I'm down to listen. I don't think we need to. I think that whatever you know, big guy wants signaling at the Copperhead, we can get from victory rather than compromise. Mm-hmm. But I think what they're I, th- I think I think what they're worried about is it being damaged or destroyed in whatever kerfuffle we get up to. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <sighs> so do we put it to a vote? I mean, it's on neutral territory, right? They can't do anything to us. Yeah. But what if. Are we bound to this blood oath? Can we do something untoward? It says in good faith. So one would imagine that if we. uh, They can't throw this, but they can defend themselves I don't think they're dumb enough to leave themselves completely yeah I feel like you're right I don't know I I think we vote on it but also 
out of character. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to Brian mm-hmm. right now. If you'd rather we did it, then we do no, it. It's up to you. <laughs> I know what they're going to offer. <laughs> uh. All in favor, say aye. Wait, are we in favor? What? What's in favor? I do. Th- All this is Brian actually legitimately it, right? confused what in favor was. I do think Sorry. it's really cute that you think this is a democracy where we vote out of character. <laughs> I mean... I, I don't, but I... I mean, it I'm is just, a democracy I'm, in the sense there are two people who get a vote. <laughs> yeah. I'm simply... I'm The copperhead says yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The mountain probably feels no. Yeah, where are you at, Selma? Selma's really the tiebreaker here. Well, if we're breaking the fourth wall for out of character, Copperhead will do what Soma wants anyway. Yeah, that's fair. So, um, yeah, he's going to want it, but he's always going to want it. Mm-hmm. So I think in this case, we say no. Okay. All right. The nays have it. <laughs> <laughs> I recognize I didn't vote. I just like the I like the 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 dance of the thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Generally, how I try and portray the Copperhead is that it's a lot more it it's a lot more animalistic and one minded than like like Rorum or the Mountain is. You know what I mean? Yeah. It is a lot more like, but the thing that I want yeah. is there. And I mean, give it its desire to go get its own physical heart back. Pretty high. Like, <laughs> yeah, as yeah. one would, you know, uh, an understandable imagine. motivation. Absolutely. So we fucking. Rory will send the message back that says no. OK. Are you want to roll to consolidate power? Absolutely. I do. I roll with my strength, right? I believe so. Or power, I think is how we... Quick question. Do we want to actually tell them we said no? Or make a move first? I would like to not tell them that we said no and use it to do a... a, What the kids are calling a bit of a war crime. (laughs) Hilarious that the the, the actual player... Like, probably the quote-unquote actual players in this game are over here, like, of of the big conflict are like... Don't do not realize that like another move against Fahrenheit is about to be made because they're just entirely separate from that shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm, playing at a mm-hmm. macro level by comparison. <laughs> I would like to uh I've rolled a a, a levendy. I've rolled I've rolled a big number. Okay, cool. And I'm gonna use that to increase my resources by two, which I believe bumps my power up one more, don't I it? I believe that's how that works, yeah. All right, say hello to a four-power faction, everybody. Oh, the other one. Welcome to the party. Or sorry, welcome to the table, should I say. Yep, 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 yep. It's... All right. And now, I've got a car with somebody's name on it. (laughs) Good Lord. I think... how do they set up this trap? You, they uh, fucking Aramis has to announce they're coming. Right? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure Aramis sends them an email or something like that because they don't know. Yeah. <laughs> they get an email back. 
my dearest Aramis, thank you so much for thank you so much for answering for sending us sending us an email. I am so excited to meet with you. Our previous prospects with Fair and Howell were great and voluptuous, and we are excited to continue our work. Excuse me, they're what? That's like big. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Surely that's what you were going for. I got the I I picked up a thesaurus after that person yelled at me about not reading effort. Oh Lord. <laughs> and I got it right here. Bop. Signed Joseph L. Voorhees the thirteenth. The thirteenth. Good Lord. All right. Let's get him in position. Throw keys to people. So, so what, what extra would- help did the, the the big band end up getting here? Did they? Unless anybody tells me no, the big band did get people to go to Enterprise and rent a couple cars. Okay. I mean, I didn't know if they also got some like people to drive those cars or some like backup waiting in the wings or something like that. I think maybe do we know what kind of baddie Aramis is? Um, you'd have no idea what kind of baddie Aramis is. Does anybody else that we would have contact? No, with? Cecily is probably the only person who knows. And I doubt that I don't even think the big band knows who Cecily is. Then let me pitch this to you. One van has a silver hood. Another van has a garlic has garlic wrapped around the front of its hood. Do you see where I'm going yeah. with this? Yep. Mm-hmm. Some cold iron on the other one. Yep. A bunch of crosses laying across it. Like <laughs> No, this is like the like the the front the other one has like the full Constantine thing where they've got symbols from like basically every religion they can get uh-huh, their hands uh-huh, on. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Just, Absolutely. Just the coexist the call on the right hand side <laughs> of the <band. laughs> Absolutely. We will have this meeting <laughs> at 5 p.m. at the library. We are excited to meet you. Can you not make it late? You're going to do this in basically broad daylight? <laughs> well, it's easier to see a person walking then. Fair, I guess. Safety first. <laughs> <sighs> what am I? I'm rolling to openly like attack a faction. Yeah. A faction. So you roll with the difference, but we don't have a difference because we're actually the same size somehow, which makes sense because it's multiple yeah. people against one Erasmus. So that actually, like, I think in context, it really does make sense. Which? So am I rolling? Mm-hmm. Which faction are you attacking? Fair and Howl. Fair and Howl. You know what? My follow-up's going to be then. <laughs> All right. We have been juiced. We ha- we haven't taken the juice again. That's me saying yeah. the juice cleanse. We have we have been prepared. We have our cars, and we are waiting. The- now roll. Uh, make sure you roll three d six. Take the high- two highest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are sitting right now. Picture this, if you will, everybody. The uh, library sits at the be- inner at the intersection of like a you know a T intersection, mm-hmm. and there's a parking lot across the street. Four vans are targeted, lined up right there, parked in different locations, um, but they're idling. We see whatever vehicle 
Aramis uses to get. Oh, here. Aramis drives Hold a Prius. On. Prius, yes. And they get out the Prius, and they begin to walk. And as soon you know the the walk sign goes on, and they walk onto that intersection. And a three and a five. That is an eight. Okay, that's a mix six. Hey, that's not that's not nothing. That's not nothing. Beep, beep, motherfucker. <laughs> All cars burn out and start racing in. And we were going to fucking hit you. And I think on 7 to 9, the attacking faction must sacrifice an appropriate asset or lose a point of size as well. I think maybe a point of size maybe makes more sense than an asset. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I'm mm-hmm. giving it's your choice. Mm-hmm. You you make the choice. But I feel like this is more Erasmus fighting back. Yeah, I I think that like this is a fucking mess. Yeah. And they do lose a lot of people. The but on a sorry, let me read on a hit. OK, I think we're both going to lose a point of size here. Does that feel appropriate to you? That does feel appropriate to okay. me. And I think what happens is people are going to talk about this because, um, again, Erasmus not a normal human being. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think four cars hit Erasmus, just like slam into them at the same time, like pin them square in the middle. Right. A plan goes off without a hitch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Erasmus like pushes up off the hood and their entire their entire visage is like, cr- like their skin and and everything is cracked like porcelain. As they like look up, like head snaps up to the person, like the van that they're that they're actually facing. It's Joe. We have to kill Joe yeah. here. Joe has to die. <sighs> Rip Joe. Yeah. And so I think part of the facade starts falling away, and much like Mister Forenzi underneath, uh, his. Like his facade is just like a vanta black polygonal nightmare. Um, Erasmus is flowing and like much softer at the edges, almost like they're out of focus. Or you know when a a like a like when you're using like a film camera and like a hard light hits it and completely blows out the sensor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Erasmus is like that because they're like where Mister Forenzi is like the absence of light uh erasmus underneath their facade is just like blinding like all light like the whitest white like that hurts and so reflective um you have probably been better off at night because now you can't see because it's so it's so like pure white you know what i mean Uh, and just hand pushes directly through the fucking windshield yep. just punches right through it pulls joe out from it like uh and begins trying to like wriggle free from all of the uh the cars and well almost probably people on campus are screaming i joe for sure has loaded the back of his truck with fireworks <laughs> And he has it's the best he could give for an explosive. And he has a lit cigarette. And you hear the sound of one of those spinners going. 
as all the other people just bail out of their cars. Yep, yep. Kaboom. <laughs> Big ol' explosion. Oh, you got an eight, I just realized. Yeah? Yeah, okay, never mind. Because uh, Fahrenheit has a negative one, but it only pushes it up to a nine, so it doesn't actually... Gotcha, good. Unless you... Er, unless... Had, no, that was negative. Unless you want to give me... Size. Oh, okay, you're right. It is strength, not size. Oh, Might be. Yeah. Fuck yes. Also, it didn't really, like, change the... <laughs> mm -hmm. It still got um, fucked up, but yeah. as a matter unless of fact... Unless you turn that uh, lift, that that uh, that plus minus one into a disadvantage roll for them or an advantage for me, which I understand not doing because this rules. Yeah. No, I like this. I like this. Pretty solid. I um, do too, but I'm just going to roll one more just, just so I know. Okay. You <laughs> took that from me. I just want you to know. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm glad. I'm glad I did. Um, <laughs> that would have still been a nine, Riley. Like. <laughs> a six and a five? No, that would have been a ten. Oh, you're right. A right. six and a five? That's <laughs> eleven. That would have been eleven, actually. But uh I can't count, man. <laughs> Play true to your characters, I see. So yeah, there's a big explosion on campus. Yep. <laughs> Playing true to your characters, Riley. I am. I am just we're fucking it up. We're going wild it's gonna out be there. This really fucks up Erasmus because I don't think I don't know if Erasmus dies because like Kiki, the werewolf, literally tore Mr. Forenzi in half and he just showed up in the next scene. But she's so, she can't she no longer until she properly heals. She won't look like a normal person anymore. So uh, so is Erasmus not actually dead? No, they're real fucked up, though. Like they're out of commission. I appreciate that. I they don't live like. Mr. Forenzi and Erasmus aren't alive. Yeah. They don't live in the same way that we think things <laughs> yeah. do. Yeah. They, they, but this also is going to harm. She's, she can no, or they can no longer do their job. Mm hmm. Um, because when they heal, like it takes them forever to like reheal their, their outer shells when they've been like when their inner selves have been damaged is how I've been playing it. Cause Mr. Forenzi is still carrying scars from like four years ago. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Hell yeah. I'm very happy with this success. That is all <laughs> gamers. It's on the rest of you now. <laughs> He's still like, it take, it takes Erasmus well out of the game though. So like for at least a little while, thus show it the, thus the like size difference. So their size moved down by one? Yeah, they're now two. Okay. <laughs> I think I think what happens is um I, the general gets a phone call from Rio. He's <laughs> like, you need to turn the fucking news on right now. <laughs> Do you seriously think I own a television? <laughs> You own a cell phone. Does it? Do you not own a smartphone? No. What are you talking to me on right now? Nokia. <laughs> Rotary. <laughs> it's the only landline here. I, so you. All right. Well. All right. Well, you probably go go talk to. I don't know, go talk to a, a Zoomer and have them explain the news to you through TikToks. <laughs> like, go, we got shit to do. 
And you call yourself a man of the people. I see how it is. <laughs> I own a cell phone. <laughs> I own a cell phone. My name's Rio. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah, I think I think it's time for Silma to make a move. Okay. Have done anything yet? Um. I think she consorts with the mountain as well as, um, yeah, I think she consorts with the mountain. Mm-hmm. Do you want Roaring as an in-betweener? You want this just for between the mountain? It's up to you. You're the one doing the voices. That's fair. That's fair. Mountain hasn't been. I, I, fi- I figured we did a lot with the mountain, and so I am. I am. I do ask if you're going to do the mountain voice again, do not move closer to the mic this time. Yeah. You, uh, so there's a thing called the proximity effect that actually, because you went bass here, but when yeah. you move closer to the mic, it also accentuates uh, the bass notes and it almost blew it out. So okay. go low, but don't move closer to the mic. Heard, heard, heard. I will take that yeah. note. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's a physical response from every microphone does it. So note from the editor, I left this in. Uh, so you all would know how microphones work. I love you. Shrimp resting. All right, all right. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Then I. It's the fucking. It's the fucking mountain. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. You're. You are. You are in the cave. You do realize what I have to do next. There is like a a silence, I think. I think there is like a quiet and a like a drip of of water and like the echoes. It is a it is a stillness of like a not confidence, but of like inevitability and that certainty. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're at that reflecting pool that cave that like you know the the big open area we must bring forth another there is a a rumbling of frustration but it's not like it's not to stop nothing you know what I mean it's not getting in a way it is just like not a fan of the situation. Were things really that poor between you two? <laughs> the mountain can't say it's on site. <laughs> a mountain can't go, fuck that mother. <laughs> but, like, there is, like, the, uh, like, a a fissure in a wall, right? There's like a, like a, a shattering of sheetrock, uh, not like, you know, load bearing. There's nothing to obviously be fearful of, but it is a motion of certainty in that way of like crack. He'll do as he's told. 
careful. I always have. But it is... The stakes. The stakes are higher this time. Sacrifices must be made. Make sure you... Make sure you are not among them. Makes you think I'm not already based on what I am. Yeah, it's 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 hard to like uh, emphasize what the sound is, right? Because it is more rubble falling, but it's a rhythmic rubble rubble that is like a that is like a the closest it can it can acclimate to a laughter to like a a hearty belly laugh. But when a mountain belly laughs, it is a. <laughs> Not quite the same. (laughs) You find that amusing. (laughs) Uh, Oh, what's the phrasing here? Find it. If only to mask worry. Or concern. To mask concern. That's the better one. That's lines. I wish grandfather was here. He made it so easy to understand what was necessary. With age and experience comes knowledge. You have gained so much in your short time. It will surpass The cave also sighs. There's a whoosh of wind and then a rush of warm wind out the other direction. Do you still have his glyph? I will need it. There is a, again, a, a rumble of stone in the middle of, uh, like the pond there of that pool and there is a a a rock that has uh that has something on it that is like it shouldn't be that undisturbed you know having been underwater but it is it just rattles to the top and there are small stones on which you could walk to it Let us begin. She picks it up. Mm, 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 mm. And uh, then we f- 
with that, I'd like to, um, I think the camera pans to a different scene. She kind of like, she's kind of like sitting in her hand and she's kind of like rubbing it with her thumb kind of across its face as she's thinking kind of just absentmindedly. And uh, you can kind of see that there's a hoof print in it embedded. And then she just puts it in her pocket. And Silma would like to consolidate power. Sounds good. So let's consolidate control. Sorry. Consolidate power. Yeah. Yeah. I, I knew what you meant. Uh, roll with your power. Nine. <laughs> Three's across the board. <laughs> That's not three, 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 three. Um, on a on a seven to nine, you pick one. Secure new holdings, mark a resource, seek a new member, uh, mark recruitment, uh, demand secrecy, cover up uh another action. Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing. That's I don't know why I said like there was going to be a fourth option. <laughs> Those are your three things. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's going to cover up another action and uh, show up at um, the English Ivy Resort and Inn after she booked a room. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice! Very nice. And uh, so I'm assuming you're making your second. You're yep. going to make a second action. Yes, I here. am. Yeah. Uh, seems good what, what let's go ahead and roll into that and then we'll then i think we should so flip or cycle back around to breathing yeah. mm-hmm. um i think that the um the stone kind of vibrates a little bit as she's wandering mm-hmm. around the inn as a guest and i i think it's actually in her room that there's like a whole section in the middle like fun fact the whole middle section of the hotel is currently off limits due to construction mm-hmm. <laughs> and you it smells like um it smells re- like it could be just because it's fall um but it smells like vegetal and also like fresh cranberries in this place okay Normal. How old Selma? <laughs> and uh, I think actually. Or how old is uh, Selma? How old is Selma? Oh, God. Um, yeah. At this point. <sighs> I think it was a long. She's not. Okay. Never mind. She's not like 500 no. years old, is she? No. Okay. Never mind. Then, yeah, then she has not existed in Appalachia when cranberry bogs were here. Okay, cool. Mm. I was doing numbers because I was thinking it was the 1700s, but it was the 1500s. It would be more if, like, her grandfather would recollect it, but not her. Right, but it's not a thing that would, like, trigger a sense memory Mm -hmm. for her because she's not old enough for her to have had the – because cranberries died out here a long time ago. And I, I think she has her room situated in a certain way to where 
the stone vibrates the most mm-hmm. in it. And um, with that, she's going to um, kneel down on the floor, pull out a brown paper package, unwrap it, and there is a... Uh, heart actually sitting in the paper. Oh, good. And then she uh, she she starts performing a ritual and uh, stamps the the hoof side of the stone to the heart. Are we legit performing a ritual or a different action? No, I'm legit performing a ritual. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that we were using that like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could be perform theoretically you could perform a ritual to do almost anything here, so Okay. Well, roll with power again. Uh I'd like to ask to see if there is any way that the mountain can potentially assist with this. Is that a thing I can do, Brian? Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and, uh, and characterize it as advantage. Mm-hmm. So roll my, 3d6 and then take the two highest plus three. With my new big beefy power and strength, I have plenty to throw around. Eleven. There you go. Uh, no, wait, eleven plus On- three is so fourteen. Oh, <laughs> it's more of a success. Yes. <laughs> Um, on a, on a, is this the first time somebody's performed a ritual and actually succeeded? Mm -hmm. It does feel like it, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. On a hit, the ritual succeeds. They acquire an appropriate asset. Yeah. So I'm, um, I'm going to summon a, um, essentially a, um, ethereal servant, of some sort, uh-huh. but essentially I'm resurrecting a um, part of a forgotten god that's a stag. Oh, fun. <laughs> nice. Normal. Um, what is the stag doing? Um, is the stag the asset or is the stag here to acquire the asset? I hope that the stag is definitely the asset because I'm... Um, I'm viewing the stag and the uh, snake as essentially the same thing. Okay. I'm, I'm giving are, are I'm giving to- Feral and Howl yeah. another target. Oh, interesting. So the the rune was vibrating what in response to the snake's heart in the building. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was using the yeah, idea. I was using it as a tether interesting because I've got a piece of information when you get in there. Oh, really? It wants to pull to two different targets. Hmm. Unless you were looking specifically for the snake's heart, there's another, there's something at least as equally as powerful in here somewhere. Can I get a sense of what it is based on how high I rolled? I think so. I think like, um, give me one second. Okay. Um 
so I think what it is is it feels like so so you can feel when when you kind of get into this ritual you can feel the snake's heart because you know its presence like you know its energy you know at, like you've been around it so much that you're like okay it feels familiar you know what I mean mm-hmm. there's another presence that has like it has a different feeling um but kind of a similar one you can tell that it it, it too is some piece of an old thing but it doesn't have it like it has this like when you when you kind of push and you like sit and you concentrate and you kind of push out to it in the same way that you kind of pushed out to connect to the presence of the snake here it is where the snake is like all bald coiled energy ready to strike this is it feels like open you have the feeling of like sunshine glittering on your skin being diffused through tree limbs the sounds of animals uh the the feeling of like just kind of sitting around and petting your dog that's what's coming from this presence but also it's while it's strong it is not as direct like it feels rudderless by comparison to the snake's heart. To me, I think Selma views that as it's asleep. Could be. Um can we can we go ahead and say that in this instance that it is the stag? And that she's you can that she's able to to essentially rewaken it and give it an aspect of itself back. You can so the the key thing is it's not asleep. Okay. Um. Basically, what Fair and Howell realize is like, okay, this snake's heart's more trouble than it's worth. So they went. And they got them another one. Um. But instead, they realize they they kind of fixed part of a mistake they made previously. In the sense that they did not leave much of the thing that they took it from around. They left just enough of it to keep it going, and there's not much else left by comparison. With me. So you give it new form, but it would probably take, like, the as where you would be kind of stealing the essence for the stag. This thing has, if you take it, it's kind of probably going to be more of like the stag will become that thing. Interesting. And you can have that, at, like, you have... I, basically, what I'm going to say is you can have an asset here, which is one of these two hearts, but I don't think the stag is powerful enough to contain both of them. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No. It is but one ancient god, not two. <laughs> yeah. Well, we already said we'd get the, the snake one later. So yeah. I think we're okay. going to go after the other one. And essentially, okay. um, they reprogrammed it. I'm giving it a way out. Okay, I think the the stag, like, it's sitting there, and it snorts, and it, it's big, um, what, like, what does it look like currently, like, visually? Obviously, it looks like a stag, but, like, is it a stag, or is it, like, a, a stag made out of shadow, or smoke, or something like that, you know what I mean? I 
I think that there's a connection to the mountain. And so for mm-hmm. this, that the, um, the stag has almost like tree branches as mm-hmm. the, uh, as the antlers with like moss and different things on it. Like it's very ancient. And I would almost kind of reminiscent of the cranberries. I would almost say that there's like bog berries and everything on it. Kind of like just dripping from its, its heavy, heavy antlers. Okay. I think what happens here is like, it goes from being like having like moss for fur to where the fur kind of grows out, uh, becoming more like pine nettles. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, it's huffing and stomping around as like it, it like there's a bit of a physiological change, not entirely because it seems as though whatever this thing was, it is of here in a way that say like it, probably the snake wouldn't become that, you know, because the snake is while it's from the Appalachian Mountains, it's from a different section of them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And but this one is definitely like like, it you know, its hooves take on a more of a pine bark quality to it. Oh, actually, no. Uh, its fur grows out into pine nettles. Its hooves go from, like, more pine barky to this, like, pink uh, marble with, like, dark lines going through it. Um, as do the horns. And I think, like, the eyes snap open. Uh, and it looks at you. I don't know if it can talk quite yet. It's a little... <laughs> this is a little disorienting. Mm-hmm. Um... I think she just kind of like gives it a bow out of respect. And then um, probably says something along the lines of it's been a long time. How much is this thing, the ancient God, and how much is it the thing that you just you just uh, gave gave presence to? I think at this point it's sort of or is it a little bit. Of I both? think it's a little bit yeah. of both. Um, and then I think she's just going to end it with, um, we have work to do and kind of like cut scene. Um, yeah. Oh, I think I, I was going to give it one line. Okay. <laughs> Cause I do know who this heart was. Okay. Go ahead. I think like you say, you've got work, we've got work to do. And I think it looks around the room and it looks back to you and goes, where's shade? Hmm. That that's that's my move. That's my that's my factions. I'm done. <laughs> Brandon, what do you got? <laughs> um, I guess <laughs> uh, the, the Teamsters. Hey, the Teamsters, <laughs> the big band did something good for once in their miserable lives. Mm hmm. I not want to do. I think we've all learned about judging a book by its cover today. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Hmm. So some somebody probably did at least. So what's their size now? The big bands? They're down to two. Uh Hall is three. No, oh I, I forgot to change it. They're also down to two. Ah. Ah. Mm-hmm. Cause that was the consequence of getting hit. We both went down too. <laughs> if you if, Oh no, I changed it. Okay, yeah. I did actually. If you if you knock it down. One more. That yeah, would be oh, um, 
um, uh, Team Stars 479 is going to openly attack Fern Howell. Oh, Gay. Here we go. Here You're going to jump go. them in the middle of the night. Do you need a car? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be banned from uh, using Enterprise and going to have to start using Uber. Okay. <laughs> Hit that man. <laughs> Get in the text here. Go run over that man. <laughs> All right. 2d6 plus one. I'll give you five stars and a good Six tip. Plus one. <laughs> Please don't fuck it up. Please just Why hit them. Why did you have to say that? Okay, no, the mixed success is still a success. That's nine. That's good. Yeah. So, yeah. um, are you trying to seize an asset, or do you want do you want to continue taking them down a size? Nah, keep taking them down a size. Okay. Do you want to, what do you, which do you want to do? Lose an asset or, because you've got to pick one. Lose an asset or uh, go downsize. Oh, shit. You know what would be spicy as fuck? Hmm? So, the way that I imagined it in my head was, um, there's a... Are you thinking what I'm thinking? It's not really a party. It's not really a party. But since Erasmus got beat up, a community of Farron Howell's staff gathers in the Bob and Thistle. It's like, um, pay their respects um, while Erasmus is like laying low while his porcelain recovers or whatever Mm -hmm. the shit. Um... Making it seem like he has been attacked. This is very sorrowful for us. We must come together as a community to heal and <laughs> and more. Do the same thing that they did. Lure them into a trap. And <laughs> Meanwhile, dozens of um, <laughs> dozens of um, werewolves and their laborer kin or just kind of clown car into the bob and thistle just pick up whatever's solid that's not nailed down and just start fucking swigging everywhere <laughs> it just bodies piling against each other just throwing shit uh good pick too because mr forenzi wouldn't have come to like a public gathering the probably mm-hmm. the only guy still on staff who could like take on a bar full of werewolves yeah like in in a way that is kind of most closely narratively tied to what size is supposed to represent in this game. Mm-hmm. We're just going to take out... Like, we are about to terminate 100, 100 plus members of Fahrenheit stuff. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, this is hilarious seeing as they roughly did the same thing to Verdant Life. <laughs> yeah, nah, it's a it, it little tough. And um, I'm assuming that means we're giving up the barb and thistle as an asset. Oh, no. Yeah. In yeah. this scuffle, somebody accidentally um, flips on a pilot light in the kitchen and the whole place goes up in like the building is gone and only the werewolves are left standing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fucking go, baby. That's going to make the news about Brawl ended with just killing hundreds of 
corporate well, stooges. Not a bar brawl. Like, there's no who's going to report the brawl. There was just a terrible fire at the bar. <laughs> Fair enough. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and wouldn't you believe it, the community really rallies to kind of rebuild, the, try to rebuild the bar? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Please. Please. Hey, uh. So that means yeah. now. Farron Howell is size yeah. one. Yes, continue. Right. Farron Howell needs to take a turn before everybody no, gets no, their licks let in. No, let me, let me, let me take a turn, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> let me openly attack a faction, Brian. It. They deserve it. <laughs> Good of, hey, we just deleted Farron Howell, you guys. Give me that plus three. Let me do the plus three openly attack a faction. Um... Okay, what are they going to do? They've lost some... What are they What is the do? only way to gain... There is only one faction move to gain size in this game. Yeah, it's consolidate control. And you need to do it over a series of multiple turns. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they haven't gained any resources. Um. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Did I impact that? Such a shame. Such a shame. All right. So they cannot quickly gain size. That means they are at a disadvantage. What they can do is sow discord. Uh Uh-huh. Because they do have resources. And... Who's still got, okay, who's still got moves against me? The mountain me. does. <laughs> um, what do you have to offer me? I don't think they have anything to offer you. You're goddamn right they don't. <laughs> <laughs> but I know what they can do. Ooh. Um. Do you remember they have no idea about the stag because I covered that one up? Oh, no, no, yeah, they have no idea. Yeah, they're not moving against... That's why they're not going to move against Penderin. <laughs> um, well, if they moved against them, it wouldn't be because of that. They do know that she has been fucking their shit up on a regular basis. No, because the last time I did yeah. it, I also did a secret move. Oh, yeah, it's true, it's true. Yeah. They do know that the mountain has been attacking them quite significantly, yes. though. uh-huh. Um, they do. The hills don't gotta be quiet. They're going to go to faction. All right. Mm. They're going to go to the mountain. Because I get to roll with power. <laughs> um, oh, hmm. Everyone put the same your size hands. power, though. Uh, well, it's still a straight roll. It's not like I'm taking a, a big hit. At least it's just a straight roll. Here we go. So let me put your hands yeah. on the screen and pray for snake eyes, baby. The copperhead would want it to be snake <laughs> Oh, it is a flat fucking There failure. we go. Hey, can you read me the fail state for this really quickly? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I can't hold. Jeez, the text is so on, small. On so a I'm miss, the target sees through the scheme. Somebody from the target faction comes to one of the PCs for help turning the tables against the initiating faction. Yes. Perfect. Okay, um, because I know what they were going to do. They have enough information 
that they the plan was to so discord to get the mountain to not focus on them by getting the mountain to focus within and they were going to in the same way that they can easily replicate the image of somebody um they were going to make it look like uh rio was scheming against the mountain by like sending a doppelganger of rio to do some shit right Mm -hmm. to like attack one of the the old things or something like that right like steel wool aurorum or the carver or something like that um but i think it's easy the thing that i think is key here is i think maybe they send it against steel wool right Uh uh-huh and a thing that we've established is that they can perfectly replicate like voice appearance all of that stuff but they can't Mm -hmm. figure out smell uh, that's how Kiki knew that it wasn't Cecily, and probably why Steel Wool knows it's not Rio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Keely, Steel Wool knows who Kiki and Shade are, <laughs> and can go go uh, go make contact with them later. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. All right. Absolutely beautiful. And so, yeah, I'm going to. The mountain will reach out to the players to deliver the finishing blow, <laughs> but I would like I would like to make sure that that power is as low as possible. Sounds good. I think the, <sighs> I think they can exist as a size zero faction. I'll have to oh. hold on a second. I've got a legitimate like I, I think mechanically. I think mechanically, size one is like one to five people. Yeah, and then you think below that you do not exist. Right. Fat size. Uh, yeah, let me get the fifteen I, plus. Eh. Can't believe we finally did it. You gang. might be able to exist oh, as a zero. Fucking I God think. Damn it. I, don't know. I accidentally opened my tax return instead of the quick start guide. <laughs> Everybody, uh, widen your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second. Let me double. I'm gonna double check against all this. Mm-hmm. Oh, where? Wait, what page are the faction turns on? Uh, are the twenty-four to twenty-seven is the entire okay, yeah. faction session. I mean, the other thing worth noting noting is, I think. If you um, don't have size, you can't make fashion moves. <laughs> oh my god! Let me add. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I smell blood in the water, baby. <laughs> I will just say, I think it's really fun and interesting to see how, like. Half of the factions are like this, um, just strange, g- goofy, like chaotic <laughs> section. And then we have like the really serious 
factions. Let me mm-hmm. tell you, the entire like the last game was Cecily and Kiki dealing with like existential crises about their personal relationship, while Archie and Shade talked to a talking cat in the woods. So yeah, like you're pretty much on par with the other half of the game. <laughs> Um, Okay, here's what I'm going to say. If this succeeds, because there is a distinct possibility it could still fail. Uh Uh-huh. Yep, yep, Um, yep. If this succeeds, I'm going to put Fahrenheit into a collapsing state, Um, which means that they need to right themselves before they collapse completely, giving them basically, because they still have a faction turn to take. Um, Mm -hmm. And also... Like giving them like around with the in the around with the PCs to do something, and otherwise they are fuck out of luck next turn or next time we do this. All right. Also, that gives us some pl- time to plan what the power vacuum looks like and shit like that. <laughs> oh, I, I, don't yeah. worry, I've got the power vacuum handled. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. Let's fucking everyone put your hands on the screen. I am, but in bad way. Plus three, roll eight. That is wow. That we really needed all those plus three to get there. Truly did. Um, I'm reducing your size, and I'm going to lose a point of size on my own. I think makes sense. I think that. I think. Wait, is there anything else that's spicier to lose? Um. Is there anything else that's spicier to lose? Wait, who is this fighting? The mountain and Farron uh, Howell. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think. That's you know, it'd be kind of interesting to see them lose an asset based on the stag coming back. I, I agree. You can what get if, your emerald ash bores back. <laughs> well, I definitely think I. Yes, like as we kill Farron Howell, I will take those back. But I think I need to lose something because I have a mixed success here. Yeah, that's fair. And so I'm looking at. Uh, I'm looking at Greenbrier <laughs> that I fought so hard for. <laughs> Shade's going to be so sad. I am going to uh, eat that entire. That in- the biggest sinkhole you can fucking imagine opens up. In two places around town. All of Greenbrier except for one building. Yes, it is because alone. Shades, on a pedestal. Shades house there has its own wards to get on it. Mm-hmm. So it's uh it doesn't really look like it like you can see where the footprint of the house used to be, and the chimney is still there. It's a stacked rock chimney with like a tree growing out of it. It's the only thing untouched by all of this. All of this because it's got a very powerful ward against it. Mm-hmm, and it also mm-hmm. is one of Shade's anchors, so I can't destroy it without <laughs> at least giving Shade a chance to do something so, about it. So, question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of doing a sinkhole mm-hmm. because you're kind of connecting it to the stag kind of fiction, what if it just turns uh-huh. into a bog? Just uh, just like the water fucking, like mm-hmm. like the whole thing just goes clunk into the, into, look at this, man. Particular, it rained particularly hard today. Right. And wouldn't and you believe it? There used to be like a river that ran through yeah, here. Of course they. Of the course whole, they did. Why would they build a town far away from a water source? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God, that fucking rules. Yep. And that 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 whole ta- that whole town 
is mostly underwater. How does this, how, how has you, how, how did you lure Fern Howell there to do that? <laughs> or is it just I, like the I'm, I, I'm taking the power mm-hmm. to then deliver that in uh, the form of um, how, how hard can I go in, in taking this, this dub here? I don't think, I don't think it's Mr. Fair and Mr. Howell, but the last person left on their payroll is Mr. Forenzi. An absolute nightmare, man. <laughs> I would love the Carver mm-hmm. as as Mr. Frenzy. Mr. Frenzy's like healing right now, right? Uh, sort of. His outer form is. His inner form yeah. is probably fine. Uh, I mean, inner, it won't be inner, soon. Does he rest? Ever? Did he ever find himself in a dark room? Doesn't matter. I, 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 there is a point mm-hmm. in which that man finds himself in a room and he finds himself quiet and maybe he's resting. He's trying to contemplate, trying to plot and he can feel like oh, <clears throat> I got a frog in my throat. You know, I'm coughing a little bit at you, at you, at you. Um, and then coughs and there's like a bit of sawdust there. And um, there he can feel a finger on the right of his face drawing down Feel it wrapping around the chin, up the other side, around the top of his forehead. Man can't move. He can see a hand reaching from behind him to his face and pulling it. And you can hear the snap of a fucking, like, a long loogie. And I'm taking that. I'm taking his fucking face and he's gone. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. They're in bad shape. Okay. Good job, team. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my my final move is a party. <laughs> it's, it's a beach episode for everybody. Wow. All right. So they have. Honestly, only one thing that they can do here. Which is they need to consolidate control. Real bad. <laughs> to put some bibs in their in their thing. Uh, what do you roll for consolidate control? Is it strength? Okay. So that's at least good for them. Mm-hmm. Fuck it up. Fuck it up. That's an 11. Damn. <laughs> that's some bullshit. Okay. So. Yeah. You got close. Here's what they're going to do. They're going to take both pips and put it into recruitment. Um, that could be enough. I think they are, they're making like a, there's a career fair. There's anything they can get their hands on at this point. I am going to make a, I'm actually going to push real hard on the PCs. Probably the next, next faction turn. (laughs) Or not the next faction turn, but the next thing. And if I can. Basically, if I can succeed in getting them to do something for me, it might push me back to one size. <laughs> I, you know, they're also getting approached by steel wool. Don't forget. It's true. Yeah. Though. Uh, you know, I, some of them are very sad. It's easy to put, put pressure on them. So. Hey, listen, I feel that. I get it. I get it. I wish you the worst of luck. Truly. <laughs> okay. 
Oh, Rio hasn't taken an actual turn. No, no, my man. I know what Rio was going to Rio was also going to consolidate control. Um, though he was going to go to the Barb and Thistle, which doesn't exist anymore. Any, hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just splinters now. He could surely, sit and drink on the stoop. Where do the, surely so, there are at least one uh, unharmed bottle of booze in the wreckage. Where do uh, where do are all the werewolves hanging out now that they don't have a bar? Um, that's so. The thing is, mm-hmm. consequentially, it means no one knows because the only people who know where the uh, wolf'sbane farm is. Are the werewolves who tend to it and anyone who has to pick any up. So the only person who could let Rio know how to find them is like Meredith. Yeah. Or Kiki. Ah yes, Kiki would know him. <laughs> but they'd have to ask Kiki. He would ask Kiki. I feel like Kiki would also tell them. They're like re- they're like best friends. <laughs> I don't feel like I need to like contact Danielle. I feel like Danielle, like if like Rio texted Kiki, "Hey, where do the werewolves hang out when they're not at the bar?" She'd be like, "Oh yeah, it's at this farm." <laughs> eh, all right. I wanted you to work for it, but I'll give you that. <laughs> uh, I think he. I think like they're all in the barn. Maybe they're hanging out. They're having a meeting and something like that. And I think Rio, uh, like walks in. Everybody goes quiet and looks at him. <laughs> and um, I think maybe he's got like a box under his arm. And uh, he like looks around at the uh, at all the gathered werewolves. Hold on a second. Let me roll this before I do this and see if this goes well or goes poorly. Um, Rio, come on, buddy. Wow. Wow. My man can't it's a great, roll for It's a his great joke life. too. It's gonna be. It was gonna be a great joke. Which uh, is this again? Uh, consolidate control. Fun, cool. Oh, their their strength can't go any lower. So, <laughs> uh, this faction was. It's just like he just falls on his face here. It was gonna be this real funny joke, right? I think maybe before he gets any words <laughs> out, they just usher him out. Like, it just goes real poorly for him. Um, because what I was going to be like is Rio is going to be like, uh, y'all seem down. I'm going to do my joke anyways, because I think it's funny, but it doesn't happen. Uh, yeah. he's going to be like, y'all seem real down. Uh, quick question. Who here's got the spirit in them? No, you know, no one's going to raise their hand, right? He's like. Well, we need to change that then. He was going to set down the box and it was full of, like, it was full of whiskey. <laughs> Your, the response that you get from every werewolf in the barn out uh, on the other side of the farm, before you put the box down, mm-hmm. is just you hear a very steadily low growling sound all around you. Hmm? That just happens for like a minute and a half. People mm-hmm. just start growling. I think Rio kind of stands there. He's like, and then Pat no. just touches you on the shoulder. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think Rio's like, gently you know slides what? the box out my, of your arm. I think my GPS brought me to the wrong place. I'm sorry, folks. Sorry to bother you. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, have a wonderful weekend, Pastor. Yep. Mm-hmm. Gonna. Mm-hmm. See y'all on mm-hmm. Sunday. Goodbye. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Goodbye. <Beautiful. Rio. laughs> I just thought, who's got the spirit? I thought it was a great joke. It's a good joke. It's it was a, a great joke. joke that actually comes better because you flopped. Because you're surrounded by werewolves making drugs. <laughs> Did you not know that's what we do in that barn? Yeah, we but now they don't have anywhere to drink. Rio was bringing them drinks. Like, you know. And they're going to drink it. Yeah. Just not oh, yeah. You. He definitely left it behind. He's not. <laughs> he knows what's buying him as a way out of this situation. You ever get you ever flop so hard that your life was in danger? (laughs) Okay, is that everybody? Yeah, I think we I think we have done enough. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So just to recap, Steel Wool needs to talk to the players. Um, arguably, uh, Selma needs to talk to Shade. (laughs) Um. That's going to be an interesting Baron conversation. Needs to talk to the players. Yeah. <laughs> um, or at least an agent that Selma sends needs to talk to Shade. She doesn't necessarily talk, need to. Finding Shade is not the easiest thing. As seeing as Shade is a ghost who has no house. Like. Also, if if Shade puts up a fight about me having uh, fucked up their city or whatever, their town, um, I will offer the bones and recompense. Okay, that's fair. I think Shade will just be sad, uh, but not gotcha. really. No. She doesn't case, know why will, they're sad either. It's very. She has a. Poor in that memory. case, I will yeah. use I will use the bones as a uh, collateral. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the only reason it doesn't flood the house is because that's basically Shade's hit points, and I, you know, <laughs> the only way to kill a ghost uh. is to destroy their anchors, and I don't want to just destroy one like without Shade having any sort of like ability to. <laughs> Defend it. Seems very unfair. <laughs> mm-hmm. They only get three of them. Um, oh, that's funny. Do do do. Okay, uh, the big band does not need anything. Um. Okay, and so that so. Kiki is reaching out to the Teamsters. That's uh, the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. So so we need to do a pickup at some point with Brandon mm-hmm. and Danielle. Because Pat's emails now say that she's back at work. Yeah. Um, I can handle steel wool. Shade um, and Selma. Shade and Selma will need to do a pickup with you and uh, Malia. Mm-hmm. And then I, I can obviously I can handle Fear and Howl as well. And then also need to like let the the whole team know that like shit has gone extremely wild with Fear and Howl. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. While you were gone, <laughs> Ridic- Fear and Howl got curb stomped. Absolutely ridiculous that the people who made this possible. <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> give the big band a big a big thank you. 
Yeah, give them a big hand. That's absolutely right. <laughs> they are arguably Maybe. the ones who made this impossible for everyone to do. You need Maybe some they're absolute... good monster hunters after all. Mm-hmm. You need some absolute boobs in your vanguard, so that way everyone else can come bring up every other angle. Thank you for doing the Leroy Jenkins. It was very helpful. <laughs> Fucking give... Put some music behind Joe's death. Get him, give him a swirl, a sw- like a swell. Yeah. At the funeral, it's ska but sad. Like, <laughs> it's Superman but in a minor key. Oh, Lord. <laughs> God. Oh, my God. Drill is leaving Twitter. That's it. It's gone, guys. It's over. It was fun. All righty. Well, then, uh, with me, uh, as always, playing um, The Mountain and The Big Band, Rip to Joe, it's Riley. Rip to Joe. Rest in peace, Joe. Morning till we join you. My name is Riley. <laughs> Your pronouns are you there. You can find me on co-host at Rev Rybred, at Tumblr at Rev Rybred, and on Discord at Riley Hopkins, number sign three. Uh, 3582 uh, or com. Uh, listen to Moonshot, subscribe to our newsletter. Twitter ain't going to be around much longer. Might not be around when I when you hear this. <laughs> God, I don't want to build a new brand somewhere. Um, and p- playing um, the Pinder in general and the Bartlett Craft and Creative Society is Nichelle. Hello, hello. I'm Nichelle. I go by she, her. And go find me on Twitter for the moment. <laughs> At Mistletoe T-Rex. Yeah, if Twitter dies before this episode comes out, I'll get get you guys to do me some pickups with other contact information, (laughs) I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, You can also find me on my website at voidalspace.com. That is another way to contact me. And, yeah. And playing the Teamsters (laughs) and Verdant Life is Brandon. Yo, what is the scene? It's your boy Brandon. Uh... Poet, writer, game designer, uh, everywhere on the internet at the Rising Tides. That's T I T H E S. So if you don't want to be on Twitter anymore, find me on Mastodon, find me on Instagram, find me on Co-host, find me on Vero right. Social, find me on. <laughs> the problem is I'm on now so we all have to get a things, bunch you know? of a bunch of other bullshit find me until we Facebook figure out what the Messenger. next bullshit is. Come join me on Pro Boards. Come check me out on Neopets and Gaia Online. Oh, if you're God. still on Go Gaia, meet me there. Oh, me, it's that serious out here. But also, uh, again, I wrote a poetry book. It's called Can You Sign My Tentacle? It won the Science Fiction and Fantasy Poetry Association Elgin Award. That's really neat. You can get that uh, wherever you get your poetry books. Um, and also down with capitalism. If these episodes have taught you anything, it's down with capitalism. <laughs> you can't do it with the force of your own hands. Never let anyone let you let you believe that you cannot. And also the power of the arguably the other biggest capitalist <laughs> group in the, yes. in the thing. But you know. Uh, <laughs> and I'm but Brian. the real lesson is, if you don't read, you can still defeat capitalism. It's true. You can be totally illiterate and hit, still hit somebody with a car. people with your car yeah. is the lesson. I'll say it explicitly. <laughs> you find them, you get your friends, and you just start driving, baby. <laughs> beep, beep. Oh, God, if that's taken out of context.
<laughs> and I'm Brian. Brian, uh, quick. You can find me on Twitter at RoomWearPod for the time being. And um, also check out our Patreon. It may be the only place to get information from us in the future. I don't know. At RoomWearPod.cash, you can sign up there to get uh, rewards for a show that isn't this one. Um, that's the only rewards we have is for a different show. Uh, <laughs> we're great at Patreon. Um, come join our cool Discord. We have a great Discord community. Honestly, that's how the great place to keep up with us uh, is our Discord community. The link is in the description. You can come yell about all of this crazy bullshit and plus other things. We have a, arguably the greatest thing that we have created as a podcast is the Discord community over on our server and it'd be great if you came over and hung out with those folks. Um, so I get the end, I guess. Goodbye forever. <laughs> <laughs>